two luminous, disc-like eyes appeared above the rim. A huge, rounded bulk, larger than a bear, rose up slowly, glistening like wet leather. Its lipless mouth quivered and slavened, and snake-like tentacles writhed as the clumsy body heaved and pulsated. I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Tentacool. Tentacool is based on jellyfish, one of the strangest animals to inhabit our world. Most species of jellyfish lack brains as we would imagine them, and instead drift through the waters hoping to catch and poison prey by pure chance. Because of their relative biological simplicity, some jellyfish are theoretically immortal. They don't age, and can regenerate indefinitely. Tentacool are a little more complex than real-world jellyfish. They have eyes and beaks, taking on elements of octopi and squid from our world. Speaking of octopodes and squids, Tentacool's name, an obvious pun on the words tentacle and cool, is the basis for the Japanese name for Off the Hook, the musical act from Splatoon 2. While Zuba has achieved infamy for how often it pops up in caves, across the earliest generations of Pokemon games, the actual most triggered wild Pokemon was Tentacool. When surfing across vast stretches of water, Tentacle is often literally the only Pokémon to appear, and often massively underleveled compared to the player's Pokémon. It never felt egregious to me, perhaps because water routes are rarely as maze-like and filled with trainers as caves, so they can normally be crossed relatively quickly. As well as being, as well as being inspired by jellyfish, octopuses and squids, Tentacle very deliberately evoked bug-eyed B-movie aliens, the glowing gems, which can produce laser beams, are obvious examples. I am put in mind of the Martians from H.G. Wells' The War of the Worlds. This is one of my favourite books, written and set in Woking, where I was born. Wells' Martians had evolved to the point that only the hand and the brain remained, the two most important parts of a technologically advanced species. This left them resembling, more or less, a big red octopus. Tentacool, on the other hand, can develop a little more without the need of a mechanical fighting machine. Level it up enough and it evolves into Tentacruel. In the beta version of Pokemon Red and Blue, Tentacruel was named Man of War. The real world Man of War is a giant, terrifying and quite deadly breed of jellyfish. The comparison is apt. While Tentacruel would be described as somewhat goofy, Tentacruel is huge and menacing with an enormous claw-like beak. It has been decent on the competitive scene since its inception, even more so now that poison is useful against fairies. In the opening credits of the original season of the Pokemon anime, there was a shot of an enormous kaiju-sized tentacruel, 
This shot is taken from the episode Tentacool and Tentacruel. The episode features an enormous tentacle which was contaminated with radioactive material and which went on a city-smashing rampage. The episode aired one time in 2001, but was dropped by American networks due to the disturbing similarity to the 9-11 terror attacks in New York. Since then, the episode has re-entered circulation and is a loving homage to classic Japanese monster movies. My friend and yours, Andrew Rice, is somewhat less forgiving of Tentacool's oceanic ubiquity. Hi Little Earth Pokemon, I'm here today to talk about Tentacool. Now, there's a lot of, you know, stuff out there complaining about Magikarps everywhere, you know, just Zubats everywhere, but there's not enough people who have an issue with Tentacool. Now, Tentacool is everywhere. Whenever you're on some water, what's going to pop up? Is going to be anything interesting? No, it's a tentacle. And, you know, that's no good. Tentacle's rubbish. Like, at least with Pokemon like Magikarp, uh, you can evolve that into something cool. What does Tentacle become? Oh, a bigger, slightly uglier version of itself. Oh, brilliant. No. Come on. I mean, I think he becomes, like, psychic or like, poison or something. But, you know, is that is that enough? Is that en oh, he's already poisoned. No. Totally made that up, see? Because that's how frustrating and rubbish he is on making up facts and getting them wrong. Nah, give me more Pokemon while I'm on the water. Thanks! Tentacool and Tentacruel are brilliantly menacing. They draw inspiration from fascinating real-life animals and classic science fiction stories. I have a lot of time for these tentacular terrors. I'll happily see them every time I surf for the rest of my days. Music for Luke Loves Pokemon was composed by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. If you've enjoyed Luke Loves Pokemon, please do give it a rating and review on iTunes and tell your Pokemon-loving friends. If you have anything to say about the next Pokemon we'll be covering, Geodude and Ponyta, get in touch. We're on Twitter and Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN, or you can email the show at LukeLovesPKMN at gmail.com. I love Tentacool, and remember, I love you too.